0: News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email Mark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Great things welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. Joe and I continue to pledge to be kind during the month of February... Ah. Excuse me? I said ha.
0: That's what I thought you said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. So we're done being kind. Time What's two. today's little uh, trinket that we're supposed to do? Oh, okay. Thank you for asking. Greater Susco Valley United Way, Evangelical Community Hospital, Be Kind Month. <laughs> journal things that you are grateful for. Now, forget the grammar, sir, because I know you're hung up on prepositions. But journal things that you are grateful
2: for. Why don't you just say journal things for which you are grateful, which would be grammatical. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I am grateful
1: that you know good grammar, because every time I put my reflexive... Uh, I know reflexive... my good gramper,
2: too. He was a
1: nice guy. Oh, did I say it wrong? Okay. <laughs> no, you said it right. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, my reflexive pronouns are still... I remember the great... Very reflexive. <laughs> great Lois Haddon uh, calling me occasionally and saying... Mark, 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 Mark. The (laughs) balloon has gone up without you once again. But uh, yeah, Lois uh, knew her grammar. You didn't Uh, get into
2: an argument with her about grammar. (laughs) No,
1: that was that would be fruitless. And the funny thing is, every time I used any pronoun, uh, I was always wary that I was probably doing it wrong. But anyway, okay. Your tendency to dangle your participles is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm talking grammar here. All right. So today, be kind. Journal things for which you are grateful. How about that? Are you happy That's there?
2: satisfactory.
1: All right. So will you journal? That's what I suggested. If you were going to journal something for which you are grateful,
2: what would you write down? all the wonderful people who listen to our program and our great sponsor, Sunbury Motor Company. Oh, okay. Nicely done. You see this? It's not going to kill you
1: to participate in this. It
2: was written right out here for me.
1: It's what the front (laughs) office told me to say. Yes, are you forgetting something? We're near the end of February. Oh,
2: and you're strikingly handsome.
1: Thank you. Thank you. All right. We have one more day of uh, the uh, Be Kind month, so we'll we'll let you know. I can hardly wait to hear how
2: we're going to finish it up.
1: (laughs) Stop tomorrow. Don't don't interrupt Mark Lawrence oh we'll I won't be, a- be here so oh you will share tomorrow's
2: with me today so
1: <laughs> I guess all right why not uh, write down five things you love about yourself.
2: Now, Ben should have no trouble with that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, what Only are, kidding, Ben. What do you love about yourself? What are five things? Well, I'm glad I'm alive. Okay, I love you're that. alive. Well, plus you're really thriving at age 77, right? Right. Okay, so you're really thriving. Uh, let's see what else. You're still super duper sharp. I mean, you forget a tiny, tiny bit. But that might just be normal.
2: Normal, so I'm I always say in. my mind is so full it's like a, carrying a bucket full of water that's filled to the top. As okay. you walk along, some slops out, <laughs> some has to spill
1: about. <laughs> right, that's a good one. Okay, well, and you have a wonderful family, so I'm putting them down for you. Uh, well, this is things I'm oh, grateful about, for. You love about yourself? Not Never love mind. About I Love about myself? <laughs> no, love about yourself. Well, you still fit. You know, you still do your treadmill and all hey, that exercise. Hey, here's one that
2: fits in with being woke. I'm white and I have privilege. Mm. Would that be all right? Joe, Joe, Joe. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs>
1: you're you're neither woke. Well, you are white, but uh, you're not woke, and, uh, and I have no privilege. Uh, well, you do have privilege, but do you, I don't do, want any? Do you actually accept the fact that you enjoy some white privilege?
2: Well, to the extent that um, I don't choose to to have it, I don't okay. ask for it, I don't go around demanding it. You know, other people believe because you're white you have privilege, so I'm not going to sell them they're wrong. Okay. If, they, if that's what they believe. That's, that's a good step in the right direction. We'll, we'll take it. We'll take it. That's a yes, far as <laughs> I'm concerned. Um,
1: okay. So, yeah, that's uh, – I'll just put down woke and no, sharp I'm mind. No, not <laughs> And uh, what else? And one more thing that you love about yourself –
2: uh, I don't have to listen to you on Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, or Fridays. <laughs> oh, Fridays Stop trying to analyze me. I just asked what the last thing was. You, you asked for tomorrow's ahead of time. Most well, I of... didn't ask you to fill out a form on it. I just wanted to know what it was. I'm just trying to do it I right. I asked you the time, and you told me how to build a watch factory. <laughs> a
1: watch factory. Not just one watch. No, no. We're, we're going full swatch here. All right. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Do as I have done Uh, I did uh, look at and actually sat in and ran and was ready to drive a new Ford Bronco. So I'll be talking about that. Yeah, I might switch from a truck. We might just have to get a beater truck and buy a Bronco because this (laughs) little car or an SUV, and it's not really that small, it's just super. and has goat mode. So I'll talk about that as the hour progresses. Our toll-free line is open. (laughs) Call us one 800 Considering you're an old goat, that seems appropriate. It does, (laughs) yes. Thank you. one 800 Nine five nine five six five is the open line. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at onthemarketwkok dot and text us at seven
2: zero two three six. Right. Shall we read the email or go to the phone? Uh, let's go to the phone. That's All a right. long email. Well, except it. the energy rates is kind of a boring topic to get us started <laughs> with. What are you trying to do, Eric? Drag the show down?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. Why would I think over your job? Okay. Go, oh, go very go. good. Oh, nice. oh, Right,
2: uh, Eric. Eric, one hundred. Wow. Joe, nothing. Go, way to go, buddy.
3: <laughs> Joe, you uh, you jumped on uh, Geisinger pretty hard on Monday because of uh, changing of your appointment. And my wife's appointment on Monday uh, got changed to the following week too, but because of supply issue. What I want to report is I took my mom and dad, uh, eighty six and eighty two up yesterday up to uh, up there above Danville and everything went very well.
2: What time was uh, that?
3: Uh, what time was that? Yeah. 12:50 uh, it, uh, it was. A little s- bit of a line but they, they progressed right through. I was out of there in like 20 25 minutes. And
2: my son so. was there at 4:30. Ironically, uh-huh. he was the last person to get the first shot in our family and he is the first person to get the second shot.
3: Wow. Okay, yeah, what no, happened but- was what happened was because of the supply issues, they had to bump the appointments from Friday, uh, weather and all that stuff, over to Sunday, and then also they didn't have the supply for you guys on Monday and Tuesday, but instead they didn't ship everything, they, they took those two days and replanted them. By Wednesday, yesterday, it will be back on regular schedule. Well, but
2: I'm looking at what they said in the paper this morning. I I don't know whether you had it on the air. I I didn't hear that story. But the paper says that their friends and family policy uh, on Sunday mornings didn't cause anybody's appointments to be canceled. Well, ours was canceled last Sunday and moved to this Sunday. Right. Well, anyway, uh,
3: my understanding was because of the supply issue. Okay. They didn't have enough vaccine So instead of just shifting everyone, they they shifted a couple of days, one week, and it was still within your 42, because my wife's is, and then Mm. fixed it. But that's not the reason I called this morning. (laughs) I I called this morning because I am am outraged uh, over energy. Now, first opening question for you, Joe, is deregulation always a good thing?
2: Well, well, that's a terrible question. It has proven to be in many instances, but, you know, people still make choices under deregulation, and sometimes they lose. To me, it's like betting on the stock market. You know, you could come up short. All the commercials we run here say uh, involves a risk and a possible loss of money. Well, I think that's the same thing with, uh, with energy prices. You can make a choice and a bet, and that bet may not pay off, or that bet may pay off.
3: Well, what if they're actually trying to fool people?
2: Well now that's okay. a different issue
3: okay so so last week in Texas, uh, just reported this morning for well, one week difference uh, Texas averages about four billion dollars of uh, energy sales and during that crisis fifty billion now there's no way you can have absolutely ten times as much energy demand there's no way so obviously the price gouging so now the reason I'm calling because, well, how does that affect us here in Central Pennsylvania, Eric? Well, good question. So, <laughs> coincidentally, he's my talking energy. To himself. <laughs> yeah, Joe and I
1: will just retire and let <laughs> okay. Eric run right. the whole show. Do you have any other okay. questions for us, Eric? <laughs> Wait till he questions his outcomes.
3: Okay. <laughs> okay. So, and, and then I'm, I'm trying to do a, a true public service today, all all kidding aside, okay. gentlemen, because cool. this is what I found in myself and my dad, 86 years old, doesn't involve this whole deregulation. Everyone needs to look at their PPNL bill. Okay, You need to look at what you are paying per kilowatt hour for generation, which isn't PPNL. PPNL, they charge you so much just to maintain the lines and so forth. What you're looking at is half your bill is how much you're paying per kilowatt hour by whomever is generating your power. PPNL no longer generates power. There's other companies, most of them out of state.
2: But okay. they, do, they do negotiate for a rate, and you can get your power from PPL. I don't know where they get it, but you can get it. They show but that price to compare. They're just one. Right, oh, they're to so it. That's the
3: price to compare. Right. you never get it from PPL. That, that's the thing. PPL actually had a generation called right. Titan. I believe it was Titan or Talon. Excuse me, Talon. They don't generate power either. That's why people really need to look at their energy bill. If you have not chosen... Physically chosen your provider in more than a year, more than likely that provider has taken your contract, switched it to a a more provider friendly number. Right. Here's my here's my examples. My provider, I'm not going to get into the names here because we don't do that on the air. This is just instances. My provider sent me a letter saying my contract was up. Okay. If I you do Eric, you have to do nothing. We will continue to provide your energy. But when I compared the prices, they were jacking me up 30% per kilowatt hour and switching me from a fixed rate, which I've always had, so you know how much you're paying each time, to a variable rate. If I had done nothing by this time next month, my energy bill per kilowatt hour would have been jacked up 30%. My father, different energy provider, same scenario, he does nothing. His goes up by 30%, also goes from a fixed to a variable rate. But if you have not chosen your own provider in the last year, you're probably paying too much. Well, actually, they, now, offer,
2: is, they offer, Eric, they offer a variety of plans. If you go to that uh, website that the state, exactly. I think the state puts up. Exactly, if you go up. to
3: the website. But, Joe, here's what I find my L bill. On the front of the PPNL, on the front page of my PPNL bill, it says who my provider is. Right. And then in the fine print, uh, then it has a number, which I, which is, you would think what you're paying for energy? No. But below this, it says PPNL Utilities' price to compare for your rate is this amount. You've got to go all the way to the back of your energy of the bill, all the way to the back, almost the last line in the fine print to find out what you're paying. Right. If you have not chosen your energy provider, likely. That number on the back is significantly higher than the number in the front.
2: But PPL's price to compare is what you will actually be charged if you never made the decision to leave PPL or if you choose to return to them. You have that right. You don't have to pick no, another energy no, supplier. No, there is
3: no PPL. But PP&L they, does offer not the, power. they
2: offer the service. Wherever they get it from, they offer you electricity. PPL offers you the ability to get electricity from them wherever they purchase it from. I agree they don't generate anymore. But the price to compare includes their cost of providing you with that power. You know and in most instances you can get a better deal by shopping around. I do I always take a fixed rate and I try to get it for a year but I'll take six months if that's the best deal.
3: And you have chosen yours recently
2: I've chosen mine all the time I write in my calendar exactly. when my power well, my, my plan thing expires is, if, if
3: someone because all, uh, were you also the person who get we're getting tons of calls from from different places and saying they're PP and actually, trying to sign you up for different energy. That happened to me twice.
2: Yep. Oh, yeah, it was I get a bait that. And switch. Well, my, and
3: then my 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 concern today, everyone, especially and, and if you're helping your older folks, look on the back of your bill and see what that price is. If you're paying much more than point, much more than $0. seven cents per kilowatt hour. You can do much better and you need to shop.
2: Well, a few years ago, everybody and his brother was an independent energy consultant right. for Ambit. Yeah, right. I haven't seen any yeah. of them around lately.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, my concern is that whoever you're with, if you don't physically look at it and change it, they can jack your rates up and you'll never know because everyone, like myself, I'm on a budget, so I pay about the same amount every month, okay? Alright, but that does not necessarily reflect what I'm actually paying. It's just the fact that I pay the same amount, okay, and then it's less in the summertime because I don't pay for heat. Look at your bills. Ignore the one in the front. The one in the front means nothing. It means nothing. Look on the back, and then you'll see exactly what you're paying. And if you haven't chosen your own, you're probably paying way too much, and you might be on a variable rate which can really gouge you if we would get in a situation like Texas did.
2: And one of our emailers or texters says, Eric, Talon makes tons and tons of electricity at the Berwick Nuclear Plant. Yeah, same in okay. Washington, but Bill. Do you
3: buy it from Talon?
2: I don't know. Or, I'm no. just telling you what well, our what is. I our had listeners. Talon
3: before, and I was told I couldn't buy it from Talon anymore because they were not going to be selling it directly.
2: Well, maybe they are, but that doesn't mean they don't generate. Right, they still exist. They may sell it to people like PPNL and other suppliers. Right. Who you? Well, and, again, ah, PPNL is not a supplier. PPNL
3: just yeah, administers PPL. your line.
2: All right. Thank you so much, Eric. Look Food at your bills, thought.
3: folks. Don't be ripped off.
2: And deregulation
3: <laughs> is not always in your best interest long term.
2: Thank you, Ralph Nader.
3: Thank you, guys. I <laughs> appreciate
1: it. Take care. All right. We'll take a quickie break, but we have four open lines. We've got a couple of emails pending. No texts. 1-800-795-9565. Our open line. We can talk about the president. Uh, we oh,
2: and we about... must talk about the gold standard for leadership and his latest allegations against him. All right. We're going to talk about the great Joe Biden. Man's going to be no, one of no, 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 Mario Cuomo. Oh, him.
1: <laughs> Your other gold standard. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We will be right back. Welcome back to the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Joe and I have resolved many, many of life's major issues uh, during like the break. Who has
2: the best baked beans? Right, the Aldine recipe.
1: Uh, where did the name of the Aldine recipe come, come from? Or, or the Aldine Hotel. Where did that come from? Right. All 800 shows you how bored we can get during the break. <laughs> well,
2: if Eric had had a better yeah. topic than energy <laughs> rates, <laughs> we, 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 yeah, we, could, we have could have argued. Been, <laughs> right, we could have argued. All right. Well, it turns out we agreed with him, so there was nothing to argue about during the break. One of a good
1: listener. Says yes, the
2: pandemic fueled is the subject of a email. Uh Dick says, "Joe, I listened this week as you said something like I don't think calling the virus by its area of origin should be a problem. We have always done that. Well, the Spanish flu hasn't uh has never had its country of area or of origin defined. It was referred to as the Spanish flu because Spain was particularly hard hit. Actually, that's not true. Censors yeah. censors during World War 1 allowed them to focus on Spain. Uh their pr- their prince or their k- king had it." And so the perception was that Spain was hard hit or exceptionally hard hit. Wasn't the case, but the name stuck. OK, so uh,
1: what, what what's untrue there is that he should, if he wanted to be accurate in your view, it would be that uh, that. It, to refer to the Spanish flu, it, it was perceived or reported to have been particularly
2: uh, Right. But okay. uh, he's right. The, the, he says the origin has never been clearly defined. Some yeah. people believe it started in Spain, some France, some China, some Britain, and some even believe it started here in the United States. Okay. Scientists have never actually determined where it came from. Uh, but still, it's associated with Spain, and so calling it the Spanish flu is no big deal. And I don't think calling it the... Asia, or you know, the uh, what do you call it? The China China flu, China virus. I mean, he goes on here to say some other things. He said, um, since President uh, Trump began calling the virus China flu or Kung flu, obviously that's not right. Attacks on Asians across the USA have grown at an alarming rate. One reason is it is very easy to identify people from Asian areas of the world, and many ill-advised citizens didn't need much prodding to exact punishment on those they feel possibly spread this virus. The words of the President were just Enough to set some of them off. Let's use a hypothetical. Say the Spanish flu originated in Spain, most of us would be hard pressed to walk down any American street and say, Let's get that Spaniard. He's responsible <laughs> for our pandemic. Sadly, though, no fault other than their own birth area, most Asians are fairly easy to recognize, easy targets compared to that guy from Madrid. And if people are in fact doing that to Asian people of Asian descent, or that's wrong. I mean, come on.
1: Well, but the key, Joe, is that if you perpetuate this "China virus" phrase or the "Kung flu," then you're participate in in identifying an individual that might be responsible for this. And that's just not true. No individuals were. I mean, except maybe in.
2: well, could we call it the in, Wuhan uh, flu? They Wuhan, f- the Wuhan, China yes, said you. it started in the Wuhan fish market, so the Wuhan flu. What's wrong with calling it the China flu just as, as a result? I don't virus. agree with the Kung flu. I mean, okay. that's, that's. So
1: there is a line. You do have a line. I have a line. We yes. just haven't crossed it yet. And okay.
2: certainly no one should be responsible. It would be like saying taking it out on your nearby Chinese restaurant. Say, <laughs> for They it, it had nothing to do with it. I mean, well, you on. said earlier you were woke, and this is an opportunity. No, I'm not woke. I'm sound asleep. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you said you were woke. No, I never said any such thing. Okay. You just hope that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you admitted earlier you weren't woke.
1: Well, here's another symptom in case you're curious. How about that? We'll just bask in that. We'll let it go at that. All right. Thank you so much for the email. You
2: said here's another one. You didn't give me another one. Uh, I don't know what I was going to say. I don't remember. Well, <laughs> this is going to be a long program if you can't hold your thoughts more than two well, seconds.
1: I think you can, you can say that this, is, this seems to be reported, that use of that phrase uh, turned out to be a trigger for, indi- for individuals. The China virus. For whom, yes, individuals for whom harassing someone of another race is already in their toolbox. I mean, saying the China virus didn't probably create any new bigots in the U.S. It didn't create any new ignorant people. It probably just served as an opportunity for folks to pick out somebody else to put an ad to their list that they don't like because they look different than them.
2: Well, you know, obviously that's bigotry, and that's not exactly what we should be doing here in this country. Well, wouldn't
1: you want to do every molecularly small thing you could possibly do to reduce bigotry?
2: Right. What do they call a dance? They call a dance the Irish jig. Should I be offended by that? (laughs) People do it in other parts of the world, too. Come on. Well,
1: if the Irish jig were a disease that's killed a half a million people in the U.S., I
2: would be But that doesn't make the Irish responsible for it. You know, somewhere down here, we again need to apply common sense. Well, and you think (laughs) somebody who hears the phrase
1: China flu and attacks somebody Asian first is weighing the pluses and minuses
2: of common sense. Well, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I rest my case. Texts, please. Did we did we wind up killing people, bumping people off for other disasters that have occurred in this country?
1: Uh I would say that after 9/11 individuals who of Muslim descent or looked as though they were from a Middle Eastern area or um you know uh, well, that's not a disease. That, that's an attack on this country. Well, it's still bigotry we based, did the same thing to J- We did
2: the same thing to the Japanese in World War II. We interned them for no good reason. Right. Most of them, uh, the overwhelming majority, were loyal About Americans. Well, to this very
1: day, we, we, uh, thanks to the Black Lives Matter movement that we got to uh, see many, many protests related to that, we've learned that there are still many setbacks and, and
2: sort of systemic <laughs> issues that we need to overcome in the U.S. All right. Well, now one of our texters says, uh, "Joe, just a heads up. I got my second COVID nineteen yesterday. I woke up at four a.m. this morning with a headache and body aches. Oh, also, Geisinger Danville is administering three thousand plus vaccinations on Sunday, and I'm scheduled to be one of them. Mm-hmm. And how I hope I don't How many vaccinations
1: has Geisinger done altogether? I
2: mean, I'm hundreds sure, or quite thousands. a few, and they are extremely well organized. Yesterday, I guess they were giving both the Moderna and the Pfizer, and they had all the rooms set up." And marked and labeled as to what they were doing. Mm-hmm. My son said he was, it was in a model of efficiency. So we'll give them credit for that. Uh, same, another text says... topic right here. Oh, no, okay,
1: no. Let's keep the topics together. Oh, anyway. thank
2: you. Well, I'm glad you're on top of this. My wife and I were scheduled for shot number one on February 17th. Got bumped to February 28th. Just got bumped again to March 20th. You have my date now, Joe. Why is Geisinger not opening up more sites to accommodate us double bumpers since supply is supposed to go up this week and into the future? Good yeah, question. I, I
1: think Geisinger's not making appointments till they have it in hand. I think well, they've learned their lesson.
2: I can understand shot one, you know, they can they can put you off with shot one, but once you get shot one, they have a limited time to give you shot two.
1: Is Moderna is, Which one is 42 days? Moderna. Okay, so that you're, you're, just, you're going to be we're on the last on the day of that winter. <laughs> okay, so you're on the very cusp of it. Okay, so you're near the end of that window. But right, they
2: postpone us again, we're, we're into never, never land.
1: Well, and I, I don't. What happens then? Do you have to get it again? I actually haven't heard that answer. What happens if you don't get it in time?
2: I don't know. I'm Do hoping I don't over? have to find out. Well, I don't know. That's an excellent question.
1: And you are scheduled for this Sunday. This so Sunday, hopefully. right. Well, and uh, Geisinger says they didn't bump anybody uh out of contention by giving it to family members. But But they
2: did that on Sunday, and we were bumped from last Sunday to this Sunday. Well,
1: but and my point is that, well, how can that possibly be true? If you have a finite number of vaccines available, and you take some people who don't have to wait in line for it and move them up to the front of the line, well, how does that not displace people at the end of the line who are going to have to wait for their second shot? Right,
2: as we have to wait for our second shot.
1: I don't get that. But maybe they... There's some magic involved in it. You know, maybe all the vaccines that were available two weeks ago were distributed, and that's the end of that. Then a new batch came in, and that's where people signed up and so on.
2: Well, it could have easily been bad weather. I'm just saying they they made an announcement that no one got bumped, Mm -hmm. and yet we got bumped. Right. Well, they're just
1: saying that that's because of sort of background levels of delay, not because individuals but budged ahead of But it begs the question,
2: if they hadn't allowed their family and friends policy to happen, would we have gotten our shot on time? Right. So
1: well, we I, don't know. Every, every time I hear these stories, I think of this anonymous World War II veteran from Sunbury. 99 years old who's still waiting for his first shot. So you can bump and budge and and jam and and family tie and do whatever you want to push ahead of him, but it's not right. No, it's not. All 1-800-795-9565. We'd love your viewpoint during the 9 a.m. hour, and uh, we'll have open phones. We're going to hit the CBS button right now, or Rob's going to hit the button, and then we'll have some local headlines, but we'll open up the phones. Nobody's mentioned President Biden except me. That's not all right? And uh, we surely have to mention President Trump in the next hour. This is WTKO K Sun Marine. Greetings, welcome aboard. board, WKOK's live telephone talk show on The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is across from me, enjoying the last hour of his retirement shortened week this week. But he'll be back rare in the go Monday morning, hopefully after his second COVID shot. He's talked about that publicly, so I'm not violating him, But He's getting his second, Moderna shot Sunday, so when he comes back in on Monday. If they don't cancel me again, and they better not. <laughs> no, they won't. You're, they won't. Nobody closes the window on Joe, so... <laughs> uh, we don't want you to be the scientific experiment about somebody who's gone beyond the forty two days. I don't want to be in that so, position. Yeah, nobody that's one short list icing you don't want to be on. So all right. So so Joe McGranahan is here, fabulous uh, mayor of Shamokin Dam, a Pennsylvania Association of Broadcasters Hall of Fame broadcaster and on the State of Judicial Judgment of Bar Association People what? Crew. <laughs> the A State Judicial Association <laughs> no, Judgment it's... of Bar Association People Crew. No,
2: no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. <It's the laughs> what? Judicial Review Committee. Investigative Division of the Bar Association. Right. Well, that's the same thing. No, I just said not. it backwards. <laughs> on the market
1: sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll free line open. Call us 1 800 795 9565. You can email us at on the market the and text us at 70236. Uh, we'll start out with the story that uh, we were just discussing on the air. According to the Associated Press, uh, Geisinger allowed employees' family members to skip the COVID-19 vaccine line, raising questions about fairness at a time of strong public demand and scarce supply of vaccine. Geisinger's decision to give special access to employees' relatives earned a rebuke this week from the State Department of Health, which said the health care giant shouldn't have held vaccine clinics for eligible family members of employees. The state agency said it was unaware Geisinger had arranged for family members to be inoculated until alerted by the Associated Press. However, Department of Health COVID press secretary said that they did address their concerns directly in a phone call to Geisinger.
5: There was a conversation with Geisinger. There was no enforcement action taken or even discussed during that conversation. They talked about the process that Geisinger used and the reasons that they made their decisions and there was no specific violation of the provider agreement Hello. or the order from two weeks ago.
1: Geisinger said since family members who got the shots did meet the state's eligibility requirements, it didn't need to tell the State Department of Health that it had set aside vaccine for family members. Geisinger also insisted it did follow all state guidelines to the letter for vaccine eligibility and administration and said at no time were we informed that our vaccine program could be at risk. It's unclear if members of the public lost out on appointments because of doses given to employee relatives, but the vaccine clinics allowed family members to avoid the frustrating, tedious, and often fruitless hunt for an appointment that has plagued the city's early rollout, uh, the state's early rollout, and led to widespread complaints among Pennsylvanians. Bucknell University, while enjoying a major outbreak of COVID-19, actually has declining numbers. At the moment, the university crossed a major threshold yesterday, a total of 300 COVID-19 cases since the spring semester began, but the number of active Is down slightly now to 128 active cases. Now we have reached a bit of a plateau in terms of the number of cases around here in the Central Susquehanna Valley, no longer declining sharply. 18 new cases in Northumberland County, 12 in Snyder County, Montour County, one new case in Union County, 19 new cases. Would you favor legalizing recreational marijuana in Pennsylvania? Now two legislators in Harrisburg say yes.
5: The bill has long been championed by Senator Sharif Street, a Democrat from Philadelphia, but now Street says he has a Republican co-sponsor, Dan Laughlin of Erie.
6: Republicans and Democrats from opposite corners of the state working together to do something that makes common sense. I think that's what Pennsylvanians want. They want us to solve their problems and not focus on ours. And I think this is a big
5: step towards doing that. Senator Laughlin says public opinion is clear on this issue. Harrisburg needs to lead. The public supports adult use uh, marijuana legalization and neighboring states are positioning themselves to deny the commonwealth millions of dollars in new revenue. The independent fiscal office estimates tax revenue from recreational marijuana of between 400 million and a billion dollars a year. I'm David Payne, News Radio 1070 WKOK.
2: It's amazing to me that they're willing to talk about that and the revenue it will generate, and yet they they'll discuss that seriously. But you talk to the talk to them about giving radar to municipal police, and suddenly that's a money raising issue they don't want to be associated with. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Municipalities will use it to raise
2: revenue. Well, this not does. at fourteen bucks a clip, but you know, <laughs> you know. So let's get uh, let's legalize marijuana. Let's legalize all sorts of things if we're going to do that, and if, if they're sin, all raising money. Sin taxes are your, always your favorites on this show. I know. <laughs> I'm waiting for all the other vices that they might someday legalize. Well, yeah, what's
1: left? We're, we're taxing gambling. Prostitution. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we got to legalize brothels, you know, with uh, uh, STD testing and so on. Well, th- see, that actually wouldn't bother me. It doesn't bother, you know, somebody wants to, uh, see, I don't really care if we legalize marijuana as long as it's regulated and taxed, and I think uh, prostitution should be the the same thing if two consenting adults wish to have that kind of transaction. My view is it's wrong, personally, but for them, if that's okay with them, that's their prerogative. I don't know why I should peek in the bedroom and see what they're doing.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, let's face it. Let's dis- discover what other perversions there are and let's legalize them okay, and tax well, them. well,
1: prostitution, <laughs> l- marijuana. Well, what about other drugs, recreational drugs, like cocaine or LSD or things like that? Should oh, we- well, why not? Let's
2: re- let's bring them all out. Let's tax them all. Why regulate Anything. Just tax everything and (laughs) let her rip. What was it? My father used to say, or no, I thought it was Ronald Reagan. I maybe, I don't want to misquote him wrong, but you know, if it moves tax it. If it doesn't move, paint it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. To One other element
1: in the headlines. This is from a national element. Uh, thanks to the pro-violent pro-Trump insurrectionists. Either someone's overcharging for drywall or those Capitol Hill rioters really did a number on the place. The Capitol Hill architect has estimated $30 million worth of damage from the attack. They expect the bills to get steeper once they figure in all the permanent fexing, fencing that they're considering Around the Capitol, I didn't realize the fencing idea had advanced. I know the temporary fence is still there. Is there? Are they talking about another fence? Or? I wasn't aware of it. I, yeah, I, I missed that sentence. Okay. Well, and anyway, thirty million dollars—the early estimate for the damage. So we'll build
2: a s- fence around the Capitol, but let's let the the southern border wide open. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense.
1: And let people go as fast as they want on the old trail in Shumokin Dam without <laughs> radar timing them. All of this stuff is interconnected.
2: And let's have some marijuana. Absolutely. You know, we got a big growing growing plant in the area. Let's. Just open it up.
1: Yes. <laughs> They'll have a front counter.
2: Free be, samples for all today. Come busy. on down. <laughs> Free stuff. Yeah. You bring, well, do you bring this stuff with you from the Shemokin Dam, Joe? No. <laughs> but I, seriously, I, do you really support legalizing marijuana?
1: I, I think if people want to smoke marijuana, they should be able to. I just don't see why me and my doctor and anybody else who says that they're... I'm talking medically. I agree with medically. No, no, I mean that. No, I mean a a physician that would say, how bad is marijuana for you? I just don't think why I should reach into somebody's house and say, okay, here's a list of what good people do. Here's a list of what bad people do. I'm deciding that smoking marijuana is bad, so I don't want you to do that. I just don't understand why we have to have all these laws governing our behavior. Where do you stand on pedophilia? You have any problem with that? Well, there's a significant and obvious and tremendous and horrendous victim created by that. And obviously, you shouldn't victimize anybody. But prostitution doesn't create a victim. Oh, I
2: think you will. You will find people who will argue very strongly that it does. That okay. the women's are victims because All right, they well, are forced the dis- into.
1: That, let's have the discussion then. And likewise, the uh, marijuana. Who, who's the victim of pot smoking? And maybe there is somebody. We have. We've never really had a robust discussion. If, you, in the if US. you're
2: smoking pot and you run into me, just as same as a drunk driver. That's a problem. So we're going to make an
1: entire class of recreational drug illegal because... We've already done it. It's already illegal. Right. Okay. We're going to keep it illegal because of the potential for someone to misuse it. I I don't think that's a good idea. What do folks think about this? This This is proposed in Harrisburg. Now it has a Republican who is supporting <laughs> it. This is a first in Pennsylvania, so it might get a little bit more coverage, but it still isn't going to pass. And even though you're going to dangle a billion dollars in front of Jake Corman at budget time, I don't think he's going to nibble on it. He's the most adamantly well, opposed. Our lieutenant
2: governor appears to be well, a strong yeah, but, supporter of it. He actually had a marijuana flag flying off the balcony in front of his office, which I thought was a disgrace. Right? But Wasn't that
1: a violation of decorum yes, rules? Yes, it down was. There?
2: And the the House or the uh, the Capitol police removed it. Okay. One 9565
1: nine five nine five six five. We're talking about legalizing pot. Is it a good idea or no? Or should you be able to do in? Should consenting adults be able to do what they wish in their home? Or do we still want Jake Corman staring in the window, making sure there's no <laughs> pot in there, figuratively speaking? <laughs> I don't want Senator. I see Corman. Jake peering in. You my know, mind. his office will call again and say, uh, "Mark, did you say that Senator Corman's a peeping tom?" Like, Not precisely. All right. One 9565 nine five nine five six five. We'll start this discussion with Stan, who's on the line. Good morning, sir. Go right ahead. Uh,
7: no. No legalization. All
1: right. Well, that was easy enough.
7: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank no. you, sir. No. Call tomorrow. I heard
7: on the news that uh, the, the Democrat sponsor says that it solves a problem in the Commonwealth. What problem is it solving legalizing marijuana? I'd really like to know that.
1: Well, I think it solves quite a few problems. Revenue? Well, yeah, it solves a revenue problem, but it also would solve a problem of uh, criminality associated with consenting adults who wish to use pot and get arrested, so they become criminals. You also have uh, police departments that have to focus on low-level crimes when, you know, maybe if they didn't have that, they wouldn't be able to focus (laughs) on it. So I think it would solve that issue you also have an african-american issue where you you still have uh Racist profiling of individuals who are black in this state, so more blacks proportionally are jailed for small crimes like marijuana than are whites. But that's because of
2: profiling. So, well, wait a second. Are you saying that blacks use more marijuana than no, white people? No, because they use
1: it probably in less proportion. <laughs> well, than, then they wouldn't
2: white. be they wouldn't be adversely infected by it because they aren't getting arrested in they're proportion to the white people.
1: Proportionally harassed for it and subsequently arrested.
2: But if they don't have it there, why are they being arrested? Oh, if they're not
1: using—well, yeah, most most blacks wouldn't run into that dilemma, but some <laughs> do, a higher proportion than whites.
2: Do you notice this tendency, Stan, to bring race into everything?
1: Well, I'm <laughs> just, you, you asked me what the it, problems it, it, are.
7: Race is brought into everything, no well, matter I, what it is. Everything's about race. Stan, yeah, I think if if you have but a my fi-
1: Stan, hold on, let me finish this sentence. If a Philadelphia city councilman says it'll solve one of the issues, I'll bet it's race, and he's black too. Go ahead. Uh,
7: okay. All right. Now, what pro? Okay, it's going to solve some problems. What problems is? What more problems are going to create? Legalize it.
2: But they're going to have to have laws about driving under the influence of marijuana because it obviously has an influence on I you. I think uh, the current DUI Absolutely. law will apply. I don't think you need a new law for pot. I mean, you have a threshold. Uh, yeah. You'd need a blood clot. Ah, if, if right. Well, yes, you would need a new law because if, the, if it's now legal to do it, it, presumably the penalty should be somewhat less harsh all the way around for use of it. Okay, well, alcohol is
1: legal and you have right. Penalties. It's Right, le-
2: and there are penalties for it, but they aren't harsher. In other words, right now the penalty for uh, being caught with marijuana is fairly stiff right, because gotcha. it's illegal. Okay. If it's legal, you would presume that they would lighten up on the, uh, you know, the areas where they are going to find I, you. I, I get what you're saying. You're thinking it from okay, a ha, policing ha, standpoint. right? Go How ahead, are they going to test
7: for it? If a cop stops somebody driving erratically on a road, right now they, have, they carry a breathalyzer to check for alcohol intoxication, correct? Yep. How are they going to test for marijuana intoxication? other well, than smelling the car or something along those
1: lines. I don't know of any instant pot tests for people who are intoxicated, but they have instant tests for <laughs> pot to determine if something is a they have a field test that they can do for marijuana well, and, and for cocaine and so for okay. heroin.
2: Most police departments have access to a phlebotomist, somebody who can draw blood either at a hospital or just someone who's in private Pretty practice. Directly. And, you okay. know, there there are tests that can be administered but there's no
1: breathalyzer for
7: pot. I understand that because I've had plenty of those tests being in the military, okay? But my question is, how is a cop on the site going to determine it other than smell maybe in the car? But if they pull the guy over and there is no, he hasn't had any pot in the car, he wasn't smoking it in the car, but before he got behind the wheel, he was smoking it heavily, there's nothing for him to test for. On the
1: spot. Well, you can use your impairment test. Then you know your horizontal gaze right. nystagmus, or you could use the walk and turn.
2: Those would work. Those plus are, the fact the the smell of marijuana is so pervasive. Uh, from the one time I smelled it, I can't imagine that if the guy you were talking about hypothetically was smoking it heavily before he got in the car, that <laughs> it wouldn't have uh, well, maybe attached eight, itself to his clothing. Maybe eight twenty maybe brownies. Eight hours. Maybe he ate twenty brownies. Yeah, maybe he ate pot well, brownies. Well now he's spending an hour in between the time he got arrested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I
7: mean it it's it just it's just it's insanity what's going on and I don't know how they're gonna solve that problem. But I'm sure that somebody, the smarter people, will figure that all out, right? Listen,
2: if there was a pervasive reason for legalizing marijuana other than making money, which seems to be what everybody's right. talking well, about. Well, that's the motivator. Yeah, you know, so, I mean, is that what we're going to do in this state? We, we've legalized gambling to the extent that, you know, we can't walk down the street without somebody offering you a bet. Uh, you go into the convenience <laughs> store and there are games of skill all over the place. So if we're going to keep legalizing everything that probably has a moral bad, moral implication. Where do we go as a society?
7: Anybody's guess. But it wasn't the uh... Go back to gamble, legalized gambling. Wasn't that money supposed to go help pay for <laughs> you property say that tax every time you call? <laughs> See, it was supposed
2: to benefit senior citizens, but it hasn't benefited me that I'm aware of. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can uh, get the, my point. You can get the
1: jitney bus if you need it, Joe. All right, thank you so much, Stan. Thanks, Stan. Thank you. Have a good one. Yeah, you too, Stan buddy. often mentions that uh, that uh, wasn't the gambling revenue was supposed to offset our high property taxes. Right, we were supposed <laughs> to get a benefit from it. Well, I just paid our property taxes, and guess what? They weren't offset by anything.
2: Yeah, well, neither were
1: mine. All eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. 795 hold on callers. We're talking about legalizing pot. Now we have a Republican and probably X number of Democrats in Harrisburg that support the idea. It technically has a molecularly small amount of momentum more than it used to, but still is hardly a sure thing. Remember, Jake Corman has always said no, 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 and he probably will again. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK. got open phones, one 800 9565 we will be right back
4: <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh. Or, Remember, the medical marijuana that's available in Pennsylvania is highly regulated and hyper taxed.
2: And you don't smoke it.
1: Oh, none of it is for
2: smoking? No, I oh, don't okay. think any of it is.
1: Okay. It's oils and tinctures and things like that. Gotcha. All right. Wanted. Oops. Why give out the phone number if all the lines are lit? All right. We're going to hit them. Here we go. First one. Al, you're on the mark. You're first. Go ahead.
8: Well, I, I'm... Thanks for taking my call, and I'm gonna talk out of school here a little bit. But I know a fella that uh, has a marijuana card, and uh, he got pulled over, and the the policeman saw the marijuana card, and wanted him to let him search the car and everything, and it didn't. He didn't say anything about smelling it, but he searched the car, didn't find anything, and the guy had a record in the past, and. He sent him in. He said, Well, I'm going to take you in for a blood test. And the guy told me that he hasn't, he has a card and he hasn't taken any marijuana since in the morning. And this was after work. And he was on his way home and he came up positive in the test. And they gave him a DUI. And now he's uh, under house arrest because he had a. uh, marijuana card and it kind of clued it it was like a ticket for or a way in for the cop to go after him for that and when you have marijuana in your system it's not like alcohol but you get up the next morning and but Al
2: they take they take the uh, what is it TCL out of that THC. THC out of that so if he if he had it in his system if he was impaired he wasn't using the medical marijuana he was using the good stuff
8: I don't think they take all the uh, whatever chemical it is in there out of it, all of it, do they?
2: That's my understanding. Yeah, I don't
8: know. I'd like to check into that because some of it wouldn't do anything unless you had like, the glycoma needs the THC.
2: Well, I thought they they identified the active ingredient in marijuana. I'm no authority on marijuana, so this could be entirely off, but it was my understanding. Yeah, i
8: just saying what happened to him. Maybe, you know, the guy thought... Because maybe the, even the guy, it could be the guy's fault. Maybe he thinks just because he has a marijuana card, now he can smoke marijuana, but he doesn't know the ins and outs yeah. of why the policeman actually did it.
2: That's a possibility. Yeah, possibility.
8: But I know that he had real consequences for it, and they do find it in your system. But I guess if, you know, they would have to happen.
1: Why was he stopped in the first place? What was the probable cause for the initial contact?
8: I think failure to use a turn signal or something like that.
1: I got you. Okay. All right. We got you, Al. Thank you so much. Right. Well, this is, I guess the there'll be. Problem
8: could sort of is the The dealers. I mean, the dealers are in the black market right now, and they're causing problems. Yeah. And if it was controlled, then the dealers would be kind of eliminated for
1: marijuana. Right, that would eliminate that. They'd have to sell other drugs, so <laughs> they'd yeah. have to transfer their business. All right, thank you so much. I really appreciate the call. Thank you. Uh, that takes us to Than, who is weighing in on the topic of what's that say? M- Actually, oh, marijuana. Dan, not Than. No, man. Or uh, Than is next. Well, Than is on. Okay. He's sorry. on. He's on.
8: Hello, hello. How are you? <laughs>
1: I thought
2: Than was the fourth caller.
1: It doesn't matter. Okay. He, he's next. Okay.
2: I,
9: I'm sorry. Did I bump in line? I didn't. Yes, you no, did. You did not.
1: Yes, uh, Joe, did. Joe has no idea what he's talking about. They, they're well, not listen, up there in numerical order, Joe.
9: No fighting, boys. No fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go back. Uh, I, um, no, you don't know anything about marijuana and its legalization, Joe. Uh, but most people don't, I think. No, the THC is in the legal medical marijuana. It's got. Uh, several other chemicals, some of them having to do with muscle relaxants and so forth that are natural. But you're right. You're not allowed to smoke it. You can, you, you can actually buy uh, marijuana buds, but you have to put them in a vaporizer to be legal. Now, that's that's one thing. Good things about it, jobs. How many jobs have been created around here by these grow fields and so forth? If we had some legal dispensaries in town, like a liquor store sort of a situation, uh, then th- we would have eliminated one major crime problem that we have, one major drug problem that we have, which is paying attention to small town dealer or small time dealers and users, and of course the other thing is it replaces opioids in many cases, and if that's not important, I don't know what is. Plus, just the freedom for us to live with the natural parts around us. Nobody changes anything to mar- marijuana what it is. They don't add chemicals. They don't put anything in it. So there you go. Okay,
2: okay. so your point is, as I gather it, if we make it legal, then it's, there's no crime involved, and so there are no consequences from having used it in all these years. We've just been dead wrong for banning it. Is that what you're well, saying? you've
9: been dead wrong for banning it because somebody followed Harry Anslinger in 1937, when he created a job for himself when they busted up the or when they returned alcohol to be legal he started this uh... anti-mexican actually an anti-black person war on drugs and we're still doing it except all the other states that have changed there are now fifteen and when stan says we don't know what's going to happen there are states that changed the legalization several years ago, so we can study what happens if it's
2: legalized. Well, then, Than, I would suggest your homework for tonight is to watch Reefer Madness.
9: Oh, I have watched it several <laughs> times.
1: What <laughs> it. Well, it it apparently didn't dissuade you at all?
2: Yeah, apparently you didn't get the message, Than. But hey, thanks for calling. We got uh, three other calls lined up behind you. Thanks, buddy. I knew if there's an authority on this topic, I knew it would be you. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs>
7: All right,
1: thank
2: you so well, much. Well, I know, I know. I'm not saying that to be facetious because Dan has actually benefited from it over the course of his life medical when he had marijuana. a medical medical issue. Yeah. All right, Dan is next. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark.
10: Hey, good morning, guys. Well, uh, Dan mentioned other states that tried legalizing recreational marijuana. Well. The revenue source didn't turn out to be what they thought it was going to be because the black market for marijuana just kept on going because the price of the government approved marijuana was almost double the price so that people that wanted to use the recreation still kept going to the... Illegal dealers. So it's not going to be the revenue source that the governor and his associates say it's going to be. The offsets of the bad things that are going to happen aren't, aren't offset by the revenue by any means. Are
2: you sure, Dan? Because look what happened with uh, Prohibition. Uh, you know, when Prohibition was enforced, I mean, the illegal. Alcohol trade and distilling business was just through the roof. But after they opened it up again, and uh, you know, allowed the uh, breweries to brew and the whiskey factories to make whiskey, and the whiskeys <laughs> to whiskey. Yeah, there, there's yep. not as much illegal alcohol today as there was then by a country mile.
10: Now, and a lot of that. Now you can brew your own too. But uh, the what the Colorado. I saw a report. Washington State. The places that made it. The price is so high, and you know how the government likes red tape. There's a lot the people that were growing it legal were having a trouble staying in business because of all the regulations they have to follow where the black market guys don't have to do anything except hide from the state. But the second thing... I'm against, it's a gateway drug to harder, more, uh, worse drugs than marijuana itself. And the third thing, it's wrong for the state to legalize vice. And like you said with prohibition, once you open the door, once we do it, we'll probably be unable to close that door again. As we did with prohibition, it didn't work because of the illegal. Uh well, I don't, and that, so. I don't think
1: you're legalizing a vice. There's nothing wrong with smoking marijuana. It's not a vice. A vice would be uh, being, what, ultra-lazy or uh, being a, a criminal or a burglar or something like that. Those are vices. It's not a vice to get high in your own home if that's what you choose to do. Well, many people think it is a vice, Mark. Well, okay, it all, so it's it in the eye of the beholder. It is, well, then, why, is it, why are you imposing your viceness on me?
10: <laughs> uh, sometimes, you know, way, the way we're going, sometimes we have to. If you can't regulate your own life, we have to impose, we have to impose regulation.
0: All right, we got you.
10: Unfortunately, that's, you know, you can't just go out and do everything you want to do because you want to. There has to be regulation. And,
1: uh, All right, we got to get know, another caller going. we got to move that, it on.
10: Yep. Yeah, okay. Well, I had three good reasons and one more, but we'll let that go. You take care. <laughs> right, right? Thank
1: you, you too, so Dan. much. All eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five two. 795 open lines, upper right-hand corner, two of them up there, Joe.
2: Uh, medical marijuana does have THC in it. It will show up in your bloodstream for weeks after you use it. I wasn't aware of that, so we'll have to take her at her word. Uh, legalize it and tax it to death, Wolfie, like you do ever. Oh, Wolfie, like you do everything else. Legalize it and tax it to death, Wolfie, like you do everything else. Reference to <laughs> Governor Wolf. All right, and then one text says, "Good morning. If we legalize marijuana, it would put millions of people out of work. Our jails and courts would have no business." Well, that's <laughs> not exactly somehow. True. I
1: think they're sustainable. All, All right, right, we'll take a quick break. We got caller standing by. We're going to do this asap.
2: So when I go to the bakery shop, what am I going to find? <laughs> Alice B. Topless brownies in there competing with regular brownies? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you could. I mean, you could buy cigarettes at certain
1: places, but not just anywhere. And you can buy uh uh, alcohol at certain places but not just anywhere, so pot would probably be the same thing. You can buy drugs at many places but not but everywhere. the thing is,
2: if smoking tobacco is bad for you, isn't smoking marijuana bad for you? Just the smoking aspect of it, inhaling it into your lungs? Hot I, uh, and I would think that there
1: probably are some health concerns associated with smoking marijuana. Certainly smoking marijuana anyway. I mean, it is smoke, so that's not very natural. Oh
2: wow, man, uh, that's
1: profound. But it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe went out and blew a doobie while we were <laughs> waiting for the commercial. Hey, let's
2: have some doobie brothers.
1: <laughs> you can tell, Joe, because he's going to stop at the donut shop on the way home. It worked out for two hours today, but he went straight to the donut shop, so it didn't work out.
2: Let's see uh, if I can get some Alice B. Toglas Brownies.
1: <laughs> Cody, thank you so much for waiting all this time. You are now on the mark.
11: Yeah, hey, I'm calling in about, you said about the tax rebate in Pennsylvania.
12: Oh, there, okay, is, sure.
11: there is a program it's called the Pennsylvania Property Tax or Rent Rebate Program. It is uh, the money is given by the Pennsylvania Lottery for older citizens. Uh, there's an application you get, but there's a set income.
1: Oh, right.
11: To, de- to determine how much tax rebate money you can apply for.
1: So it helps older homeowners, but typically it helps it-
11: older Pennsylvanians, 65 and older. Okay. Widows and rulers at age 50 and older. And people with disabilities age eighteen and over. And isn't actually,
2: isn't the limit two hundred and fifty dollars though? Isn't that the limit? No, the
11: maximum is up to six hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, is it? Okay. And it's it ba- actually it's it's, ba- it's based well, on income.
1: And it's based on gambling revenue, and it's actually in place and working, and somebody is benefiting.
11: Yes, it is. Okay. I stand corrected so, and informed. I mean, that's, that's right informed. I mean it, it shows how much you can make and what your maximum rebate you can apply for.
2: Okay. okay well, well, I knew you could apply for it, but I thought the limit was lower than what you've said, so that's good. No,
11: yeah. from 0 to 8,000 income is a maximum rebate of 650 8000 to 15000 is 500 15000 to 18000 is 300 and 18000 to 35000 Two hundred and fifty dollars.
1: Now, what is the homestead thing? What is, is that related to gambling revenue? That is the. I homestead do not thing. know about the oh, okay.
2: homestead. Okay. Th- don't they call that the homestead thing? Oh, so I when, it, they when it's on it your that.
1: tax form, that's what. But it's I know you.
11: I mean, I knew you can apply for the homestead, and that makes your uh, property value mm-hmm. a little bit lower.
2: Oh, but okay. you don't. You don't get this in your tax return. This comes in July. No, as this I recall. Is
11: a separate program right. they have. Okay.
2: All right. Yeah, thank you so much, Cody.
11: the Pennsylvania Property Tax Reap. Rent rebate
2: program. Gotcha. And theoretically, if you have your income tax done, your income tax professional will fill out the form if you're eligible at that time. All right. If
11: you are, yes. Yeah, right. If you're eligible, yes.
2: Okay. Hey, thanks Cody. Appreciate the yeah, call. Yeah, nicely the information. done. Thank you.
12: All yeah. right.
1: There you go. See, we need more calls like that. People calling with factual information you can count on. That's not what we're going to get right now.
12: Well, I was going to tell you that the Homestead uh, thing is, uh, it's not income tax dependent, so that's definitely not part of that, that program. It might be something to do with the gambling proceeds, or the, but I'm not sure about that.
1: You didn't even catch the fact that they said that your information wasn't reliable when I dissed you. Oh, I did. Jokingly. I, did.
12: I, mean, well, I wasn't going to talk about facts. But, uh, <laughs> okay. I'm just harassing you, Chris.
1: Early. Thank you for calling. Chris is on the line.
12: Yeah, Joe does enough of that.
2: I'm not harassing you. I didn't say a word. Good morning, Chris.
12: <laughs> Good morning. He will
2: just stand by.
12: Uh, yeah, the, all those drain the swamp people out there they were so proud of because that's what Trump was really doing. Uh, he he uh, removed his ethics, distri- ethics uh, uh, things for lobbying the government and whatnot. When he left office, so that everybody who was with him to the end, or people who redesigned before that, are not covered by the ethics rules anymore that he imposed.
1: Who imposed? President Trump imposed ethics Trump, rules.
12: He, remember, he just did this. We got a five-year lobbying ban. We're really strict. And of course, he didn't do anything about uh, the hiring lobbyists to regulate the departments they were lobbying for they were lobbying about for companies they were working for that, that was perfectly okay to come in and, and do it from the other end and then on the way out he said he got rid of the, his ethics rules so people went his way out, well he changed them from five years to two years, but two years with a lot of loopholes so, and for those Clinton haters out there Bill Clinton did the same thing when he left office and Trump criticized him for it, called it rigging the system. So he was never interested in draining the swamp. You were taken in again. Okay. <laughs> okay. And and connected to that is uh, oh, I never get his name right, Munchkin.
2: Munchkin. Mnuchin.
12: Mnuchin. That's it, Mnuchin. Uh he's he's opening a uh, supposedly going to be opening a, an investment company and he's gone going to solicit funds from the Gulf states Saudi Arabia and the the rich oil oil places that he was doing favor after favor for uh, moving the he was he uh, was he was selling them airplanes he was uh, overlooking the Khashoggi mess and the murder and all that stuff and keeping it secret, the re- government report on, which supposedly Biden is releasing today. We'll see if that really happens.
2: Well, unlike Hunter Biden, he actually does know something about finance. Hunter Biden didn't know anything about gas, but he does know about yes, finance. But he
12: was doing, he, he's sort of getting paid off, you can look at it, I suppose. We did all these favors for you. And and uh, remember where he was during the the insurrection? He was sort of shamed into coming back to the country because he was over doing one last taxpayer funded trip, talking with those same Gulf states that he is now going over to solicit money. I think he's already talked about it with them. Don't you?
2: Yeah, I think Hunter already <laughs> talked about it, too. So we're in uh, the same boat.
12: Uh, what's, what's that got to do with it?
2: Well, it's the double standard, Chris. Biden, you, does,
12: does Biden
2: do anything about it? Nothing. Biden hasn't done anything about his son. Yeah, what's except oil lie. oil he, he lied about it. He said that he and his son had never talked about uh, any of their business, his business dealings, and there was direct testimony that he did talk to his son about it
12: direct testimony
2: from bobulinsky from, from from mr bobulinsky who was hired to manage their finances
1: well
12: that's mm-hmm. reli-
1: not necessarily reliable
2: though he's a not stakeholder in
12: this not necessarily reliable though and no, of course it's it's, it's it's like not all those under allegations oath yet, Joe.
2: so like those allegations against governor not Cuomo. Under oath yet. not like but, like governor Cuomo. he didn't do but, anything wrong
1: another minute chris go ahead another quick minute go ahead well
12: the the draining the swamp thing having him uh, start a uh, finance money
2: was uh, with with golf investment company with uh,
12: the very people he was currying favor with while he was in office. He has no guarantee that now is pure swamp stuff. Just it, say Joe. Now just that he's that's pure Chris Swamp stuff he's out of office He's out of Chris? office.
2: He may not be able to get well, they don't owe him anything now. He can't do anything for them. If they invest with him it's because of his expertise. Not because he can do them any favors. <laughs>
12: Just say it's pure swamp stuff.
2: No, it's not. It's dropping
12: right. the ethics things right before you leave office.
2: Thank you, Chris. Oh,
12: and doing this and Munchkin doing his thing. Minuchin. Good,
2: me. he did it. Minuchin, not Mnuchin, Minuchin. <laughs> All and, right. Thank you so much, Chris. Mnuchin, thank think you. Thank think you, of this. You, think you. of hey, it this and, way. Uh,
12: one My- thing was about Dan. He's always for pro-Christian reg- regulation, not regulation of Christianity but Christian regulation,
2: All right. especially Just, when the
12: government is doing I'm
2: going to help you out. From now you. on, think of his name as Minuchin. That will help you. Minuchin, Minuchin. Minuchin. Chris has got to be in
1: radio. we got to learn to say these names. So <laughs> we picked it up a long time ago. Hey, folks, I want to tell you about a vehicle I got to sit in and drive a short distance and enjoy this week. It is the 2021 Ford Bronco. It's the Sport model. Now, they have a bunch of other models. The other ones are bigger, but this is the smallest one. And it's the Sport and has the Badlands package, which is it's outfitted with a leather trim. And it is just a gorgeous little car and has a two-liter four-cylinder turbocharged eco motor so it's got tons of horsepower to climb over rocks or go down the highway or trailer a small device it gets 26 miles a gallon on the highway and uh, 21 in the city and it is just a super car comes with a power moonroof and a reverse sensing system I and mean, you're going backwards it will not let you hit anything it doesn't have what that F150 does which is the stopper device <laughs> It just doesn't let you hit anything this will warn you but it will let you hit it uh, and uh, i don't know <laughs> if i'm selling this car right or not uh, Anyway, scaring me. (laughs) I put my phone down momentarily, and it started to charge. It has a wireless phone charging pad on the dashboard. Uh, Has dual zone auto temp air conditioning, so you can you can passenger can have uh, their own setup. HD radio, a ten speaker Bang & Olufsen sound system, remote start, so you can start it before you love that, right? So you can start it and
2: warm up before you go out. Bang & Olufsen, you can't beat that. That's good audio, man. And
1: it has goat modes where you can pick whether you want it to set up. Four wheel drive for ice or snow or sand or highway. It has sport mode so you get extra horsepower out of it. And it is just a fabulous car. And it is for sale right now.
2: You're having trouble finding I mean, it out is where? $37,000. I'm sorry.
1: $37,000, which it is a ton of vehicle for that price. And what you do with this one, the one they brought up is called a mannequin, where it has, like, a couple of features on it to show it off. Uh, but what you do is you order it, and then in the months ahead, they give you your vehicle. Of course, you pay for it, but they give you your vehicle with all the exact specifications that you want in your vehicle. So I'm going to have to get goat mode on my next vehicle. And I do need a truck for hauling stuff around, but I'll tell you what this Bronco sells itself. So we invite you to do what I did. that sit in, drive, check out, and enjoy a new Ford Bronco. It came from the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com.
4: Okay. <laughs>
1: Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show
2: on the Mark. Uh, we are talking about Drain in the Swamp. Upper right-hand corner, Joe. Please. Says, Chris, without phone calls, I nominate you as a professional Trumper. You know all about him. <laughs> yeah, Chris. That's not a compliment, Chris. Tons about President Trump. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next one. Then, well, not certain about this one. It says, we are getting our second shot this afternoon, but it's really our first. I will let you know how I feel tomorrow. I don't understand that. Yeah, I'm not sure what,
1: what what's happening there. Mike is on the radio. Uh, Mike, you get Two minutes. Go right ahead.
6: Yeah, hey, good morning, man. Thanks for taking my call. You're talking about the swamp. And, you know, really the, the biggest part of the swamp that I see right now is the uh, mainstream media. And the reason I say that is two stories just, you know, been around here, and they're really not covered much. First of all, the there's a group of congressional Democrats that are uncomfortable with Joe Biden having the nuclear codes by himself. And they, they want to him to share those codes. That, that's one item. And then th- this other thing about uh, Cuomo and the sexual harassment allegations and fudging the uh, nursing home death numbers, I mean, they're, they're just tremendous, tremendous stories. And I, and I don't hear the uh, liberal women speaking out about his sexual harassment. I, I don't hear the mainstream media questioning his uh, viability when uh, Democrats are questioning his ability just to have the nuclear codes by himself. So there, these two things just make me wonder: what purpose is the mainstream media serving, other than being part of the Democrat swamp? Well,
2: you remember when C- Brett Kavanaugh was being uh, was up for confirmation, Governor Cuomo demanded that the, you believe Christine Blasey Ford and demanded that Kavanaugh take a lie detector test. So when is uh, Cav- when is Cuomo going to take his lie detector test? Are that's, there a lot of a allegations question, against him? And
6: when are the liberal women going to start demanding that?
2: Yeah. Are there a lot of allegations against uh, C- Governor Cuomo or just this one at this point? At this point, there's oh. a lot of allegations against him. Oh, there him. are. This okay. I didn't realize there not, were Not ones. all sexual. Some of them that he browbeats people, that he's mean to them, nasty, okay. but no, intimidating. No other ones. Okay. Thank you. Oh, Mike, you get ten
1: more seconds. Go right ahead.
6: No, I, I, I just wish that uh, people would start thinking instead of uh, watching the mainstream media and be told what to think. Well, tomorrow, tune to
1: in tomorrow, and I will not talk and about call earlier Cuomo, so you can get so your full three or four or five minutes. <laughs> all right. Uh, Bob, you're on the mark. Last caller of the day.
5: Uh, yeah, Trump's going after Cuomo because he's from New York, and he's going to have to show his taxes. And, uh, you know, all these allegations, oh, oh, he kissed somebody. What about Trump? How many women accused him of raping him?
2: Well, you know, you it's know, funny. It's, you,
5: we already did drain the swamp. Trump is out.
2: <laughs> yeah, so in other words, Mario Cuomo couldn't have done anything bad because he's a Democrat. He Andrew.
5: Only kissed, he only kissed somebody. I've done worse oh,
2: than that to somebody okay. at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you've a, done worse than that at work and you're still working? <laughs> I pat, I, yeah, I patted somebody on their butt. Well,
1: well that's not There's right. an admission. <laughs> you're not supposed to touch well, girls. I'm just
5: telling you, that's the truth. Okay. You know, I've done worse. I mean, everybody does things spontaneously,
1: but you're not, su- not
5: thinking of the consequences.
1: But by the time you get to governor, you're su- you're supposed to be on your best behavior all the time. So I guess he. Yeah,
10: it... yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. I get it. And uh, President Biden, at least he took the time out to recognize the 500 deaths of COVID-19. You know, and what did Trump do on that day when 500,000 Americans were dead? He called up the the golfer and wished him well. Oh. All he's got on his mind is golf.
1: Tiger Woods. Well,
5: I'll (laughs) tell you what. He's a...
1: All right, we gotta go. I saw
5: him as a golfer well, in my backyard, I
1: can't wait to head him out of it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bob. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate that. Thank you, Rob Center, for being a fabulous producer. Thank you, Joe, for putting in another good week. Yep, see you next week. you got your retirement lengthened weekend all ahead of you. Good luck with that shot. We'll see you Monday morning. Thank you. This is okay Sunbury.